Hey, Jack. What's up? Hey, Gemma. And uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the intro episode part two. We just introduced the podcast, and now we want to introduce ourselves. Woo! Super excited. Would you like to go first? Sure. All right. Tell us about yourself. Yeah, what's up? I'm Gemma Delog. I'm a Bronx native, Philadelphia-based artist, artist and photographer. I graduated from Temple uh, two years ago um, with a BFA in uh, Fine Arts concentration in photography so i went to the tyler school of art i currently work as an associate producer and creative consultant at a local art production agency um where i work with a lot of photographers uh, so i'm very fortunate in that um, i also have a night job that i love and then i also have this podcast that i'm working on with jack um yeah, yeah that's what i that's what i got going on what about you? nice nice yeah um so what are you currently working on, like right now, other than the podcast? Um, the main thing is going to be uh, this podcast. Um, we also have a show that we're working, we're working on under Culture Snack Media. Um, I also have a few photo projects that I'm still sitting on. Um, I kind of like to sit on my ideas before I really try to execute them. Um, because I'm just kind of a control freak like that. <laughs> hey, all good. It's, it's your uh, art, you know. Um, and then also lots of knitting. Lots of knitting. Yes. Okay, so for the fans at home, Gemma is an incredible knitter. She is like your grandma's hero, okay? She I'm can a real knit. <laughs> she can knit all kinds of crazy stuff. It's insane. She's making cat toys and scarves and holsters for things and all kinds of stuff Incredible. i would probably say that i cannot make apparel yet but that is going to be my next project um she's on it and i do have a like knitting group or like a group of friends who also um are from tyler that we just kind of spend probably every other week or whenever we just feel like have like having a knitting sesh um do they did they all graduate from Tyler in like the early seventies? <laughs> no, they're really okay. recent with the past two years, you know. Okay, okay. We're okay. all we're young old grandmas. Okay, I feel that. I feel that. Um, so, with all the projects that you're working on, uh, what would you say are your biggest struggles? Um, whew, that's a good question. Right now, really is managing my time um and avoiding the burnout and feeling overwhelmed it's just really i feel like I, i'm constantly running into a cycle of like uh shit there's so much to do there's not enough time to do it but there is um i don't know how to to schedule my day or my week out and then like feeling overwhelmed then getting anxious and then having to pick myself up all over again so it's kind of been a constant cycle especially like with this whole covid situation i'm like oh my god i feel like my brain is just i get so overly stimulated it's it's just kind of hard <laughs> no I, I totally get that this this whole covid situation is turning everybody's lives upside down it's it's kind of nutty for sure yeah um so uh, you know, you have these struggles. Uh, what tips or tricks do you have to help address these issues? So the thing that works best for me is writing everything down. Um, I would say probably like last week when 
I really started feeling overwhelmed is like I started prioritizing my list of things that I need to do. You know, what is um, part of my day or what is like essential? So I had my day job. Um, eventually I'll also have my night job when we get out of COVID. Uh, so then I'll have to plug that back in. Um, my boyfriend and I like to work out too. So that's always part of our routine. And then what do I want to schedule in between those times? Luckily with my day job, um, it is part-time and I also get to set when my hours are. So it's so much easier to say like, okay, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., I need to put in this many hours for this. Um, so I would say like really sitting down and reevaluating your priorities and then figuring out, you know, the days and times that you want to be working on that. And then um, always having that visually so that, um, you know, if you see that it's not working out, you can go back to it and then make adjustments there. That's really been working for me this week. So nice. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so in terms of working on it, uh, what are you most excited about? Like what what do we have coming up that you are just really looking forward to? Oh, so many things. Um, definitely a providing a platform for uh, people, people that we know that are working on things. Um local artists, although I know that we're not just thinking about Philly artists and creatives and entrepreneurs um, and giving them a platform to really talk about what they do. But also when, um, you know, I'm working on my side hustle or working on a creative project, just anything. So I always just feel so alone in my own struggles, but I know that I'm not alone in my own struggles. And I know that, you know, there are other people that are working on things that are probably struggling with the same things that I am. And I, you know, the guests that we have on aren't people that have already made it, you know, they're not famous. They're not like, um, you know, they're not so far removed from having to deal with the day to day, uh, having a day job and then going to a night job and then scheduling stuff. And, you know, it's, they're, they're still kind of hustling. Um, and we get to see and take a deep look into that, the gritty part of it of like, you know, like, and just like the hard truth that it's really, it's not easy, but it's not impossible. You know, we are going to learn from a lot of people, um, how we can make it possible and reasonable without, you know, burning ourselves out and not having that harsh hustle mentality where like, if you're not working on something, you're, you just lack discipline. No, it's not, it's not about that. You know, um, I think it's possible for everybody and how, what can we learn to make it possible for ourselves? Um, so I'm really excited about that. Nice. Yeah. So for the things that you're doing, what would success look like to you? Uh, or what would be like the next step for you? Mm, those are great questions. I would say because I'm really still in, um, I mean, like the big picture for myself is no matter what I do, you know, and I've learned this very early on right after I graduated that I, it's not about being a photographer or like working with photography hundred percent, you know, it's, it's just like whatever I do, whatever endeavors or goals that I chase, I just want to make sure that the time I spend with people is valuable, you know, providing valuable advice, um, which is again, like why I'm, I'm excited about working on it, um, providing, um, you know, helping other people out. Um, 
especially those who may not have that immediate immediate access. So like really for success for me is knowing that I have made an impact to the people around me or maybe the people that I don't even know, you know, being able to create change. Um, that's really going to be success for me. And that's why, you know, I am a creative consultant and that's why I love this podcast and the idea of this podcast. Uh, so that's, that's, that's what success looks like to me. Heck yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds fantastic. Now I feel like we all know you a little bit better. Uh, okay, now do me, do me. I want to go. Uh, yeah, definitely. We got to get to know more about you, Jack. Um, tell, yeah. tell me about yourself or tell us, the whole audience, about you, Jack. Yes. Um, so um, once upon a time, uh, oh, a, phoenix, a phoenix flew and crash landed on the planet Earth. Uh-huh. And then from its ashes rose a golden baby. Called Golden. And the baby was God. me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, so uh, the real story um, is that I was born and oh, raised. That wasn't in... real. No, no, that wasn't real. Oh, yeah. I, I was just, I was just so amazed. I was, I was like, yeah. So I, seems like you know that would be the you story. Caught but, me there. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, no, so. The real story is I was I was born and raised in Norfolk, Virginia. Um, I went to architecture school at Virginia Tech um, for three and a half years. Decided I wasn't interested in being an architect. I moved back to Norfolk, Virginia uh, to start a magazine about my hometown uh, that ironically was called Culture Snack, which is now the name of the podcast network that we're on. Um so I did the Culture Snack magazine. I uh, ran it for a few years. We made some money. Uh, we met some interesting people. We had a great time. Uh, and then I graduated from ODU with uh, my degree in marketing and uh, moved to Nashville, worked for a huge corporation, moved to Philly, worked for a small company uh, just to try them both out, see what I liked. Um, and now I'm here uh, working on this podcast with you, Gemma. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much my story so far. Hey, well, awesome. Thanks for all that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Thanks for introducing yourself. I think now we know a little bit more about you, Jack. Um, definitely that story with the Phoenix, I don't know, rising from the ashes thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what are you currently working on? Yeah. Um, so right now, obviously, working on the podcast with you, like I said, Um also working on Culture Snack Media, uh, which is the, the larger podcast network, which has uh, working on it. It's also uh, producing podcasts uh, about all kinds of crazy stuff. We have one about an erotic novel a friend of mine wrote. Uh, we have one where I'm just like introducing people to interesting topics. And uh, we got another podcast where we're going to be uh, interviewing comedians from around Philly. It's called Funny People Philly. Uh, we're just going to be chopping it up about, you know, topics of the day, life, politics, uh, general cultural things. So we got that going on. Um, and then I'm also uh, making board games uh, randomly for fun sometimes. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's I mean, that's pretty much it. I'm always adding new little things. But my main focus really is culture snack and, and just making these podcasts. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know Jack, he is a man of many ideas. Just like intake a lot of information and eureka just always just spitting ideas out there which is awesome shooting out all my holes just, just always <laughs> 
and just, just going after it, which is awesome. Um, so yeah, I mean, you always have a lot on your plate. Um, what, what would you say are your biggest struggles? Having a lot on my plate. <laughs> definitely, definitely one of my biggest struggles has always been uh, focus. Um, so even in college, like one way of looking at, you know, my college experience is to say, wow, he did a bunch of architecture, decided he didn't want to do that anymore, and then did marketing. Really, the case was that I was equally interested in business and design, and I ended up pursuing them both equally at the same time. Uh, and I got kind of forced to pick one. Um, at a certain point, uh, just because both of the paths that I was going down were pretty demanding. Uh, it was hard to be an architecture student. Uh, and Virginia Tech's architecture school is very, very tough. Uh, like architecture school in general is tough. That school was just insanely tough. Like people, I knew kids that, you know, went to Virginia Tech for three years, just taking nonsense classes just so they could buy their time to apply for architecture school again. That school was like so crazy. Mm. Um, but, <laughs> you know, running a magazine, also pretty hard. And I just couldn't do them both at the same time. Um, so one of my big struggles really is just splitting my attention too much, trying to do too much at once um, and just not staying focused. And I think, you know, my big thing is like, you just can't do everything well, not at the same time, mm. maybe one after another, but not at the same time. So focus is probably one of my biggest things and then related uh time management because you know you're working on a lot of things takes a lot of time uh you have to make sure that you can find the time to do all these things mm. uh so i'd say that's i mean that's probably my my two biggest things right now yeah i mean i feel like you're just such a big picture person um that honing in on those like you know i feel like you just kind of get just so inspired by so many things and then you're like i want to try it how do you, you know, tackle issues with time management and having so much on your plate? Yeah. So uh, ironically, when you, when you talk to somebody who has time management problems, typically you think that they're just kind of like all over the place and they just don't have a sense of what their time is doing. My problem is that, you know, over the years, in order to grow along with like my interests, I've had to become, you know, really careful about how I manage my time and um, how I organize my life. But my problem is that I just keep stuffing more stuff in there. So as I get better at managing time and I build capacity, I fill capacity immediately. Cause I'm just like, Oh my God, I just found an hour. Like we're going to make another board game. Let's do it. Um, but I think the, uh, the thing that I, I find the most useful is definitely keeping a bullet journal. Um, it's how I, you know, keep track of all the things I, I want to do and need to do. Um, it's where I organize everything that I'm going to do. Um, and it just keeps my life, in check. Um, and then on the, the related issue of just like getting pulled into too many directions, I think one of my big things is that I just really, really um, have to make sure that I continue to rely on my friends and uh, just, you know, make sure that I'm, you know, working with people and that I'm, you know, relying on people and delegating and like just letting people, you know, go with things. For example, Gemma has been absolutely incredible at all this working on and stuff. Thanks. She's been holding it down for the team. She really is like basically running this thing. I'm just kind of like ducking my head in the door and I'm being like podcast, podcast. And then I run out and then Gemma <laughs> just makes it all happen. Uh, so, uh, you know, shout out to you. It's been awesome uh, that way. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's been working. You know, I just I put my input in and then I feel like you just kind of like know how to make it work. And I feel like I feel like it just works. I feel like it works really well. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of how I've been handling everything. Um, if I had any other thing I would say, I would say that I've had to learn that perfect is the enemy of good, uh, which is something that some management strategist said one day, or maybe Abraham Lincoln, I don't know, whoever says all the things that get said, they said that. And uh, I think it's so important because, you know, a lot of times I will, you know, work on something and try to make it absolutely perfect. And the thing that happens is, you know, sometimes when you make something perfect, it keeps you from making it good. It's like, you know, especially if you work on multiple things, you can't do two things perfect. Mm-hmm. You can do one thing and you can do another thing pretty good. Yeah. But you can't do, you know, two perfect things. And a lot of times if you're doing, you know, two good things, you might not be even able to do a third good thing. But if you do one of those perfect, you're definitely not squeezing in a third perfect thing. So it's like you just kind of have to like manage your expectations, know what your current capabilities are and like what you have the capacity for. And just uh, be realistic about planning. That's a, that's a big thing. That's really good advice. What would you say um, you'd be most excited about when it comes to working on it? Just to kind of get your input, like, what are you most excited about? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm just really excited to hear from lots of different types of people. Uh, I'm one of those people that really believes that, you know, you can learn something from anybody. And, you know, there's a lot of people coming on that are going to talk about shit that I know nothing about. Tattoo artists. I don't even have tattoos. I don't know anything about tattoos. I saw my girlfriend get a tattoo one time. That's about it. And I guarantee you there's a million things that that guy can teach me. Furniture making, kind of the same thing. Um, you know, there's, there's just so much, there's just so much to learn. And I think if you're open-minded enough about it, um, you can basically, you know, I guarantee that most of the things that these people are going to teach us and, you know, most of the information they're going to give us is going to be ac- applicable to your life in some way, if you really think about it. Right. So I'm just looking forward to collecting cool information and stories from interesting people. Yeah, that's awesome. Anyways, I'm going to throw you <laughs> throw in a question here. Would you rather be um, a jack of all trades? Haha. <laughs> see what i did there hmm. or yeah, I like that. <laughs> master of one thing okay so not only would i prefer to be a jack of all trades but i'm actively pursuing that right now i i i think that you know there's something to be said for people that um that specialize in one thing and that's its own type of special uh, but i believe in pareto's law um and if you're not familiar with that, Pareto was this guy, he was a, uh, I think he was like a 18th century or 19th century uh, economist that discovered that 80% of the yields on, uh, you know, at vineyards, like 80% of the grape yields came from 20% of the grapes. And he just kind of like kept that number in his head for a while. And then he started looking at other statistics in, you know, in Italy at the time. And he was like, okay, also 80% of the wealth comes from 20% of the people. Also 80% of the productivity, you know, in the country comes from about 20% of the workforce. And he just realized that this like natural sort of thing kept happening where 80% of the value of something came from 20% of the people or the effort. 
And I think that a lot of the things you learn in life are like that too. So say if you want to learn how to play basketball, you can learn 80% of it, you know, with about 20% of the effort it would take to be the best at it. You know, because, you know, once you collect that 80%, to get to 82% is a lot more work. And to get to like 90% is like an astronomical amount of work. So I am a big believer in just collecting 80% of everything I can get my hands on. And I feel like, you know, if I, if I know the majority of as much and many things I can get my hands on, I can synthesize and make new things. Right. And um, so I'd rather be a jack of all trades because I, you know, you can be 100% great at one thing and it could take your whole life. But I could be 80% great at like a dozen things and, you know, I don't know, watch TV sometimes. So. <laughs> <laughs> you still know? have time for yourself. Occasionally, uh, you know. And just, you know, be a little bit more well-rounded. Uh, yeah, totally. Awesome. Well, cool. Good to know. Um, what would success look like to you, Mr. Jack of all trades? Or what would be the next step for you? Hmm. What would success look like to me? I think that success for me would to be one financially independent or like, I guess I'm am financially independent. Like I pay my own bills, <laughs> uh, but to just basically not have to worry about money anymore to, yeah. to arrange my life in such a way that I have enough money that I can just pursue my creative interests and I can just sort of, you know, learn or mentor people and just do that as much as possible uh, and give back and just not have to worry about my money. And uh, related, I want to make other people who are the same way. I want to mentor lots of people. Like the two biggest relationships in my life have always been, I always have a mentor and I always have a mentee. Right now, I don't have either of those, but I'm sure, you know, maybe one day, I don't know. But that's, that's the biggest thing to me is I, I just want to become successful and then help other people become successful and then just create just a just an army of just good vibe people helping each other live better lives yeah create that's that like community. my goal yeah. yeah yeah create that community which is um awesome i think that's that's valuable um um is there anything else uh we should know i have the ability to give myself goosebumps whenever I want. Oh dear. <laughs> Tell your friends. That's a that's definitely a talent, I guess. <laughs> I okay, maybe not that one. Maybe not that one. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like I could give myself goosebumps just by listening to myself talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how I do it, Gemma. Oh actually. Gotcha. No, I'm just kidding. Gotcha. I would say I think anything else that the the audience would know. I don't know if you guys should know this, but I love our origin story. Our origin story is so funny. Um, we worked together at the same. So I currently work at an art production agency here in Philadelphia. Um, Jack and I met there. I started um, a day, no, a day before you. I was going to say a day or two, but it was a day before you did, and then. Um, you came in oh my god this is just so nostalgic and um, <laughs> you were getting trained and um, I was I don't know just doing whatever the heck I was doing and <laughs> then we started talking and uh, we were just getting to know each other and then we found out we lived on the same in the same area oh my god 
and they two buildings down two buildings down same block two buildings down uh and then found out and then i was just like okay i don't want to be this person but yo jack are you filipino and you're like yeah i'm half and i was like Oh shit! Mind blown. Guess guess what? <laughs> Two Filipinos coming right at you on a podcast. Oh yeah, on a podcast. <laughs> you didn't think we could do it? We are basically civil rights leaders for Filipinos. You thought we were silent. <laughs> you will hear our voices. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but the revolution will be podcasted, and then. Is there anything else that was crazy? Yeah, that's pretty much it. We we just found out we were both Filipinos, so you have one and a well, half just, Filipinos. <laughs> it was just so funny though, because it was like we both started at this company, like like you said, like you started and I started the next day, and I, and to myself I was thinking like, is our boss trying to hit some sort of a quota? Is he getting a government grant for this right now? Like what's happening? Like. <laughs> It's too coincidental that it's two Filipinos living in the same neighborhood starting with in the same week. Right. You know? I don't know. Did they yeah. see that? Like, did they see that we lived on the same? I don't know. But that was. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's super. That's super weird, though. I wonder if, like, I wonder if our boss was just like, you know what? They live on the same street. Let's see if they ever figure it out. You know, just for fun. Like, I don't even know. Maybe they'll be best friends and then they'll uh, strengthen their bond and then make this company better. <laughs> or, or start a podcast. <laughs> or push this, this forward towards a more inclusive environment. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> well, all right. All right. Well, that's enough about us. Um, stay tuned for our release of our first official episode on may 4th as we had mentioned after that we'll be releasing new episodes every monday on itunes and google play um you can follow us on on our instagram until then and give us a shout at woi underscore podcast um you know definitely to like uh let us know if there's anything that you are interested in hearing about or you know any questions you want us to ask guests or you know just anything on your mind um we'd love to hear them um yeah especially if you're somebody that you think would just love to be on the podcast and you're working on something dope we will bring you on this thing for sure. Like hit us up. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. We'd love to hear whatever you guys are working on. Um, so give us a shout. Um, you can follow me at Gemma and that's J E M M A dot D I L A G and Jack drop that social. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, y'all can find me at, uh, at golden underscore baby underscore Jack. Uh, and also, as always, shout out to our podcasting network, Culture Snack Media. Uh, you can also follow Culture Snack at uh, at Culture Snack Media on Instagram and at Cult Snack Media on Twitter. Awesome! I like that it's Cult Snack. <sighs> I just ran out of letters. <laughs> <laughs> we have a cult. It's fine. It's um, culty. It's culty. You guys are just joining a cult. Anyways, anyways, thanks for tuning <laughs> in. See you next time. Yeah, adios. Bye.